I would like to dedicate this book to the woman who inspired me my entire life. Mom, Edwin's story is a unique and powerful tale of T-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N. This is a story of how Edwin went from being a hoodlum to a proud soldier serving his country honorably. It all started when Edwin was growing up in New Jersey, surrounded by drugs, gangs, and violence. Edwin was on a downward spiral and getting himself into more and more trouble. Edwin became a father at 17 YRS old. He felt like he was stuck in a dead-end situation with no hope for a better future. Then one day, he made a decision that would change his life forever. Edwin decided to join the military and wanted to serve his country. It was a hard decision to make, but he knew he had to make that choice to better himself. The transition from a life of crime to a life of service was not the easiest. It was filled with many UPS and downs, and there were times when he wondered and questioned if he was doing the right thing. But, Edwin decided to persevere and eventually, he was able to make a successful transition from the streets to the military. He served in the military for four years, and he is proud to say that. Edwin was honorably discharged from his time off service. During this time, Edwin had the opportunity to travel the world and learn many new skills. He also met people from all over the country. So this is how it all is began. Edwin was born in Newark, New Jersey, and he was raised amongst the drug dealers, hustlers, scammers, pimps, drug addicts, robbers, shooters. When Edwin was eight years old, he and his older brother were walking down the hill on 6th Street of Newark, New Jersey, on their way to the bodega store. That's when he noticed all the drug dealers on the corner started to scramble. And that was because the police were going to the block. That's when one drug dealer suddenly lifted a red brick off the curb and hit a brown paper bag, then placed the red brick on top of IT. Then Edwin's brother quickly ran over to the brick and lifted it up, then stashed the brown paper bag down his pants and ran down the hill. He didn't even make it past the next block. When two men with guns approached him and demanded the brown paper bag back, Edwin's little brother denied it, but then he decided to just hand it over. Then they laughed seeing how terrified they were and smacked them on top of their heads and told U.S. to run home while they still could. Which they did shaking the whole way. When they reached home their mother asked them what was going on. This was because it looked like they had seen a ghost. The two brothers had learned a valuable lesson that day. Edwin had a few cousins WHO were heavy hitters in the projects and was moving dope and pills. Edwin would just sit there and watch his cousin bag it all up and count money. He remembered his cousin always stashed all his money under his bed. He was Edwin's first role model, to be honest. Edwin's cousin later went on and got robbed, shot, 
and killed in the elevator they rode in every day to their grandparents' apartment. He had about $175,000 under his mattress. Edwin went on to never know whatever happened to all that cash. After the whole situation, his mother decided it was time to move off that block and across the city to High Street in a new high-rise. They were like the Jeffersons moving on up. The new place was a huge upgrade, a brand new white building with little white stones on the walls and grass areas. After this on Sundays, Edwin's mother would give his older brother $20 to walk a few blocks to the movies. This one particular time they went to watch Bruce Lee. And on this Sunday they both stayed out at the front of the movies looking at the large colorful posters of Bruce Lee both exited to watch the movie. That's when two grown men walked up to Edwin and his older brother. And he noticed one of the men had a short snub silver handgun. The man went on to ask Edwin to give up their movie money. Edwin told them they didn't have any money and that they were just there looking at the posters. That's when one of the robbers pointed a gun at Edwin's older brother's head. Mind you they both were under 10 years old at this time. Edwin's oldest brother was really scared and then went on to tell them Edwin had all the money in his sock. So, they made Edwin take off his shoes and socks and the $20 dropped to the ground. And once again, they were smacked upside the head and told to run home. Later on at home, Edwin was so upset with his brother for telling on him like a punk. Even his mother got upset with him for telling. So those were a few negative experiences that put a chip on Edwin's shoulders. And he grew to become rebellious to authority. Back when Edwin was a kid he could tell WHO was WHO by how they dressed and walked. Unlike today where everyone looks and talks, dressed the same. Edwin has always been a leader. As a child, his mother ingrained the concept of being a leader not a follower in his head since birth. She has always been a leader and the boss of her own destiny. So after that lesson kids always wanted to be around Edwin because he was the leader that made people follow. After school, he used to go around being a complete menace in a fun way though, with no violence. For example, after school, they would do things like climb the highest of chain link fences to the third tier and jump off just for fun and steal car batteries and hubcaps, and even shoplift from the corner stores even though his grandfather owned one on 7th Avenue. A large period of time went by and this one afternoon Edwin and his brother were playing softball behind their apartment building. Edwin had his little brother in the stroller, and the kids from the projects behind their building were always jealous of them because they lived in a private building. Even though they were both poor, just not on welfare like the other kids. 
The kids decided that they would started throwing rocks at Edwin and his brothers when a rock bounced off the asphalt and hit Edwin's baby brother in his mouth. Blood started coming out his little mouth, they busted his lips. Oh my god, his mom was so upset. She punished them for FEWS weeks. And they couldn't go outside at all. So Edwin started not coming straight home from school. Hanging out with his friends. Just doing a bunch of nothing lol. Then they finally were allowed to go back outside to play in the large parking lot behind their building. Well the kid WHO threw the rock a few weeks earlier wanted to play softball with them. This time H-I-S-L-I-T-T-L-E brother dad was there playing with U.S. So Edwin told him that was the kid W-H-O threw the rock. So he told the kid yeah he can play in fact he can pitch. The kid was so happy and when he lobbed the softball on its third pitch. My little brother's dad hit the ball so hard it lined drive and hit the kid in his left eye socket. And it exploded ripped it wide open like a professional boxer. Blood was leaking everywhere everyone told him to run home. And ten minutes later the parking lot was filled with angry family members from the projects on the back block. Edwin and his brothers ran home. Few weeks went by and the coast was cleared to go B-A-C-K-O-U-T-S-I-D-E after school to play. Now check this out. Edwin best friend W-H-O he H-U-N-G-E-D out with every day. He was the kid O-L-D-E-R-C-O-U-S-I-N. Edwin didn't know. So one day after school Edwin and his friends were starting to walk home from school. When Edwin seen some parents walking towards him. And his best friend hurried and walked up in front of him. Then he turned around and kicked Edwin in his chest. So hard Edwin lost his breath. He told him that was his little cousin and his mom told him to kick him. Edwin shook it off and they remained friends. He forgave him understanding his family forced his hand. So now Edwin started to hear his mother conversations with family members about wanting to move to South Jersey and getting her kids out of the Newark, New Jersey. At the time, all he wanted to do was to play with his friends. Well, few months later here is what broke the camel's back. His best friend was shot and killed. He was only 10 YRS old. Wow, it was heartbreaking. They did everything together. That was it. They went to go visit his mom's sisters in South Jersey to look for a house to rent. They didn't believe she would move out of the city and leave her job and beautiful apartment. Well, she did and Edwin hated it. He couldn't adjust to the silence. No noise of kids playing OR adults talking OR fighting. You know the things that goes on in urban America. His mom put them in private school. A all-white Catholic school. It was a culture shock. They grew up around beautiful black and Puerto Rican girls. Now they were all white. He missed his girlfriend and wanted to go back home. 
So he and his brother started acting out so much so. They ended up getting expelled from school because of our negative behavior. See back then the schools were allowed to spank your kids hands with the rulers. And when the vice principal threatened to hit Edwin, he told her if she hits him, he was going to punch her in her nose. Oh, and she was a nun. God forgive Edwin. So Edwin and his older brother got transferred into a public school and it was like a Newark, New Jersey schools. Everyone was black and Puerto Ricans. After his first year there Edwin wanted to go live with his dad back in Newark, New Jersey. And his mom let him. And Edwin was B-A-C-K-R-U-N-N-I-N-G the streets with his old friends again. Since his dad didn't pay attention to him at all, he stayed with his dad for only two years. Then he wanted to go back home with his mother. Now he was heading to high school and things were going smoothly. Edwin fell in love with his high school sweetheart in ninth grade, but she broke his heart by cheated on him with a senior. Lol. Edwin went on to become an outstanding basketball player and was the varsity starting point guard his 10th, 11th, 12th year became a dad in the 11th grade. Well after he graduated from high school he had no offers to any colleges. So he ran the streets selling drugs, smoking weed, fighting, womanizing. The last crime he was involved with he sold this to a grown man, a eight ball of cocaine at the local bar, and he liked it then later that night he bought another one. Well right before the bar was to close, he came to Edwin and stated that he sold him some fake C-O-C-O-A-I-N-E, and he wanted his money back or he was gonna beat Edwin up. He was 19YRS old at the time. He had to be in his 30 feet s. So he said no worries. I am gonna take care of you and gave him all his money back. Edwin let his boys know and they waited for the bar to close. And beat him up really bad and took all his money out his pockets. Which was way more than what Edwin gave him back. The man was seriously hurt and the cops were called. Edwin was taking in for questioning, but he didn't snitch. He stood tall and said he didn't say anything. So they let Edwin go. Few days later, his baby mom came to visit him at his mom's house. And the house phone rang. It was the army recruiter asking Edwin if he was still interested in enlisting into the army. He said yes, and how soon could he leave? The next day the recruiter was at his front door at 6 a.m. It shocked his mom when she saw him at her door. Edwin left and went to take the test and within two weeks. He was on a plane headed to for B-A-S-I-C-T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. Upon arriving at basic training Edwin remembers the buses pulling in to basic training in Fort Benningal. The drill instructors came on the buses raise hell, yelling and screaming for them to all get off the bus and line up. It was shock treatment. Well, guess what? 
It had no impact on Edwin. He took his time getting off the bus. And he walked to formation and didn't run in a panic. That was a bad decision. All the drill sergeants put their eyes on on Edwin. And they started calling him New York and Smiley. Because he had negative energy and he smiled every time they directed him to run OR do push UPS. This went on for 10 weeks. Until something clicked where Edwin now liked all the training and exercising. Especially going to the gun range. He turned into an expert shooter and top shooter within the unit. Edwin remembers the first time getting paid. The drill sergeant stated that he had to sign all his cashier checks as soon as he received them. Edwin went on to graduate and got stationed in Schofield Barracks, Ahua, Hawaii. It was a beautiful island and the women were beautiful. He met a Hawaiian woman on base and they linked up at the NCO club. They had a few drinks and then they went outside and took a walk on the golf course. They started kissing and one thing LED to another. They started to have sex on the golf course. It was a fantasy of his since he was a kid to date a Hawaiian woman. He dated her for a few months. Until Edwin was restricted from going into her town off base. Plus she was the weed connect. The best weed Edwin ever had in his life. Well, he finally got his first overnight pass-off post. So he rented a car and hotel room downtown Honolulu. And he and his buddies went to the hotel to get ready to go out. As he entered the hotel lobby, a hotel cashier asked him if he lost his wallet. She was so sure it was his and she handed Edwin the wallet. Not knowing what was in IT, he rushed into the bathroom and opened the wallet up. It had three dollars, oh, in cashier, checks, not signed, and some pearls. He hurried out of the hotel and flagged the taxi down and requested he be taken to the airport. Yes, Edwin decided to go AWOL. Soon as he entered the airport, he went to the check cashing booth to cash every cashier's check. Then Edwin went to the airline's ticket booth and requested a one-way ticket to Philadelphia's airport. They looked at him and knew right away he was in the military. They asked Edwin did he have his travel orders to fly off the island of Hawaii and back to the mainland? USA. Edwin hurried up out the airport and flagged the taxi down and went downtown Honolulu Waikiki Beach by himself. He walked on the beach contemplating how he was gonna get off the island of Hawaii. To go back home to New Jersey? As Edwin started walking a local man approached him and asked it if he want to buy some weed? Yes, Edwin replied bought some and smoked and drank and had fun in the sun. Edwin's intention was to never go back on base. He went and bought a big gold Jesus piece. The next morning he was had to report back on base in formation by 6.10 a.m. for point. 
He got back to the hotel at 5 a.m. and his army buddies were asking him a bunch of questions. And they told him some big six feet four muscle head dude was looking for him about his wallet. Remember Edwin had cashed all his C-A-H-I-E-R-S checks. Edwin said forget him, he's not worried. He got back to the barracks at 6 a.m. exactly. And when he entered his room Edwin's bunkies couldn't wait to tell him about this monster that was looking for him about his wallet. As Edwin was changing into his point uniform, there was a hard loud banging on the door. And when his bunkie opened the door, the room went completely dark and this six feet four linebacker looking dude was blocking the sunlight from coming into the room. He walked right up to Edwin aggressively demanding his wallet. Edwin did what he learned in Newark, New Jersey. Never let any man walk up on Y.O.U. He grabbed his basketball trophy and swung. It hit him on his forehead and blood started squirting everywhere. Edwin grabbed onto him and they wrestled until they broke it up. And guess what he snitched on Edwin when questioned by his platoon sergeant. So he was written up and was given 14 days extra duty. Plus he had to pay him $1,200 back. As time passed, they would cross each other's path at the base main gym. Where everyone went to play basketball. Edwin was one of the best players on post. After meeting and talking to him, they became best of friends. He was from NYC and Edwin was from NJ. Now taking a step back before Edwin left NJ. To go into the army. He took his baby mama number two WHO had his daughter to the their local county clerk's office and got married. Two days later Edwin had to report to Schofield Barracks Army Base in Hawaii. Edwin didn't see his baby girl again until seven months later. Then his wife began calling his company commander. Asking him when Edwin was gonna send for her and their daughter. Then this one morning his captain called Edwin into his office and stated that his wife and child will be here in two weeks. So he had to start looking for an apartment. So he found one in the city of Waipahu even though he was told that he couldn't live there. Edwin found a two-bedroom apartment that had an in-ground pool. It was nice. Now he had to get ready for deployment for military training in South Korea. Edwin has never been out the country before. This was the first time ever. Upon landing in South Korea he noticed it was very damp kind of misty. And at night it got chilling. Once they set up their campsite and he finally got to lay down. Edwin was able to fall asleep. A terrible smell woke him up out his sleep at 3 a.m. It smelled like a septic tank. So he asked what was that smell. His platoon sergeant stated it was coming from the rice paddy fields. Edwin never knew they farmed rice in South Korea. It was a culture shock because he was Latino and was raised on rice and beans. 
Well after a week of training in the fields and up in the middle of the night on radio watch. He noticed a small town in the valley in between the two mountains that they had occupied. But they were instructed that the town was off limits for military personnel. Well of course Edwin is a hoodlum at heart and very rebellious. He was intrigued by getting to meet in the local people of South Korea. And Edwin told his squad of seven WHO were all black and Latino soldier of course lol. He told them his master plan to get to meet the people of South Korea. So at 11.30 p.m. after the lights went out, Edwin was were gonna be on radio watch first and they were gonna walk down the mountainside with their rifles and radio on his back for hourly radio checks. As they started their UNATHORIZED mission, they got excited to see the lights of the small town approaching. It was like a Bruce Lee movie. The locals were just staring at them and backing up from them as they walked down to the middle of the street. Then Edwin decided to ask a old man where were the ladies and drinks. He pointing them in the direction to such. It was a little tiny house. And they invited them in, but they told them they had to remove their magazines from their M16 rifles. And also to remove their boots. They were pleasant people and very welcoming. They fed them hot spicy veggie soup and a drink called SOLJU. It was a clear liquor in a small bottle. It was powerful they got so drunk and there were beautiful women WHO washed and massaged their feet and some got the happy ending. Edwin didn't request the happy ending because he was married at the time. And they were warned that if they were to catch any STD while in South Korea, they will remain on island in quarantine till they are healed. So that scared Edwin. But a few of his buddies didn't care. So now it's 3.30 a.m. now and they W-E-R-E-T-O-T-A-L-L-Y drunk. Edwin told the guys it was time to start to head back up the mountain before the unit wakes up at 6 a.m. Now that was a mission getting back up the hill drunk. They were tumbling back down the hill and sliding on the mud. They made it back though. Everyone made it back to their tent. Then when Edwin laid down his brain was spinning. So he had to go outside to get some fresh air. And a few of his buddies followed him outside. They sat down at the entrance just chatting with one another briefly. Then they passed out on the ground in a full sleep. They were awakened by the MP, military police. And they asked them, why were they sleeping outside? It was like 13 degrees outside they could have frozen to death. They didn't know what they had running through their bloodstream. Solu. Lol, but hey they got to experience South Korea and it was great times. Then they was able to go into the city of Seoul. It was beautiful and Edwin bought his daughter WHO was two YRS old 10 pair of sneakers size 3 to 10 all Adidas. And Edwin bought a 8 piece Kenwood stereo system. Which was awesome.
especially in his room back on base in Hawaii. He was bumping NWA. Public Enemy This was 1988-89 when hip-hop started to the process of becoming the number one music on the planet. His last memory of South Korea was his last training exercise. They were driven to an unknown location, then given a map, compass and C-O-O-R-D-I-N-A-N-C-E. Edwin was the team leader with 17 members. Their mission was to road march 8 miles at night in the rain and it was cold. Edwin platoon leader gave him his orders and told him he had to be at the mark by 6 a.m. So they loaded up on back of a cargo truck and headed out. It had to be like a 40 minute ride on open terrain with mountains off the horizon. After a few hours it started to get dark and the rain got heavier. Then after four miles of walking they decided to go into the woods and set up a mini-base camp with their ponchos. And they waited till the rain subsided a bit. Then Edwin brought out the bottles of SOLJU. He bought from the previous mission lol and handed each team member a bottle. They got drunk once again. Then around 11.30 p.m. H.E. told the guys let's take a nap. Oops that was a major mistake they overslept. And the radio was going crazy from command. Asking for our location. They were only few miles away. They hurried in a fast pace road marching fast as they could. It was so cold but their fast pace had them sweating. Edwin knew he was in hot water. As they approached the valley in between the two mountains, his coordinates showed them to go to the mountain on the left. When they arrived and called his commander and told him, the mountain was secured and all clear. Edwin seen them walking up the valley in their direction. Then suddenly they took a hard right and went up the right side of the mountain. When they arrived they got ambushed by the South Korea army and were all killed. Because Edwin and his team did not secure the correct mountainside. Then Edwin hurried and rallied his team to head over to them. Upon reaching the bottom of the mountain a few soldiers told Edwin he was in serious trouble. And to report to the command center on top of the mountain. The closer they got the more soldiers told them how much trouble they were in. Edwin remained silent till he arrived. When he finally got there, his platoon sergeant ran towards Edwin and got directly in his face yelling at him. And said he was gonna write Edwin up on Article 13, 14 for disobeying orders. Which is a dishonorable discharge. But Edwin maintained his composure. Then when Edwin got in front of his captain, WHO asked, why didn't he secure the correct mountain? Edwin calmly handed him his orders and C-O-O-R-D-I-N-A-N-C-E he received from his platoon sergeant. And he read them and asked WHO gave them to, to him? Edwin responded with his platoon sergeant sir. 
Edwin asked his platoon leader why did he lie and denied he gave me the wrong directions. It was in his hand writing not Edwin's. All of sudden Edwin lost his cool and yelled at his sergeant to put his weapon down. And to let's go into the woodline. So he could beat him up for setting him up for failure. See Edwin and his platoon sergeant had little bit of history together in a negative way. When Edwin first arrived in Hawaii and they had their first point session. They put everyone in a circle and they played a game called Duck Duck Goose. And he tapped a line and they ran around and SAT back down. He was 6 feet 3 and 225 LLB of pure muscle. So he got embarrassed and picked another line and the soldier he tapped was a small Latino soldiers from Texas and when he stood up. He picked him up from behind and body slammed him on his back like the WWE. It angered Edwin he disliked bullies. So when Edwin line got picked. Edwin finished last on purpose to be it. Then Edwin picked the bully line and as soon as he started to stand up. Edwin grabbed him in between his legs and slammed him real hard into the dirt. On his back and neck he was pissed he got up and chased Edwin down he ran around the circle twice. Then Edwin stopped and turned around. As he walked up to him. They locked in like wrestlers. And he did a wrestling move on Edwin and drove him into the dirt which he landed on his butt. He had Edwin's neck and he twisted it trying to break it. So Edwin reaction he reach up and grabbed him by the front of his t-shirt and pulled him towards him and then punched him in the nose and mouth. The entire unit was shocked and everyone just froze in silence. Then the Sergeant WHO was AE5 and Edwin was a private AE1 fresh into the US Army. He and the first sergeant yelled at Edwin and told him to head back to the unit and to wait for them in the commander's office. As Edwin arrived to his unit the captain walked in. Edwin didn't know WHO he was, but he seen he was a Latino. He asked Edwin why was he sitting there and wasn't with the unit at PT. Edwin told him what happened and he said okay and waited for his company to get back to the unit. As they arrived the first sergeant and the platoon sergeant told the captain that they wanted to write Edwin up. And have him arrested for assaulting NCO. The captain laughed and said no we need more soldiers like him. And he reprimanded the platoon sergeant for being a bully. So you see they had history. The captain refused to write Edwin up and his platoon sergeant got reprimanded. And he held a grudge against Edwin for three years. He was waiting in the wings for Edwin to slip up again. Up to his last year he became Edwin platoon sergeant again. And he was the nicest sergeant in the army which was strange to Edwin. He granted Edwin all his personal request. Until they got to South Korea. Then after they got back to Hawaii. Everything was pretty much smooth sailing. Edwin started to play basketball for the army and it was like college basketball for him.
He traveled the Pacific playing on different military bases. It was cool. He always dreamed of making it to the NBA, but it didn't happen for him. Edwin had no regrets though. Edwin experienced more than the majority of the people he ever known. When they got back, Edwin finally received a W-E-E-K-E-N-D pass. So he booked a rental car and hotel room downtown Honolulu, Waikiki Beach. It was Edwin and his two friends from Texas and Oakland, California. They had a blast the entire weekend, at the beach, on the strip, and a few clubs. They met a lot of beautiful Hawaiian women. They had a great time. Then it was Sunday time to head back to base. They had to be there before 6.10 a.m. F-O-R-E-M-A-T-I-O-N for point. They stopped and bought a bottle of gin and orange juice, which was the big thing at the time because of a hit record that year by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. They drank it and went back to a club till 2 a.m. Knowing damn well they had to get back on base by 6 a.m. So Edwin decided to let Texas drive them back. Since he wasn't as drunk, Oakland laid across the backseat and he fell asleep right away. He was C-O-M-P-L-E-T-L-Y drunk. Edwin fell asleep too then was awakened by Texas he had gone lost on the way back to base. Edwin saw a gas station up ahead. Then he fell back to sleep briefly. Then Texas pulled into the gas station. Edwin noticed a police car parked off in the weeds down the hill from the gas station. Texas said I am about to go in here and ask them for direction back to base. Edwin uttered okay, then Texas got out and slammed the car door so hard that it woke Edwin back up. Edwin saw him go into the store, and dosed back off. Suddenly Edwin felt the car moving backwards, and then he felt a hard thump and loud crash. When Edwin opened his eyes and looked back the rental car rear end was lifted in the air and wrapped around a pole. The police didn't budge a muscle guess they were asleep. Edwin put his left leg over the console and put the car in drive and drove the car back up the hill. Texas was still in the store getting ready to bite into a hot dog. Edwin smacked the hot dog out of Texas' hand. Texas was shocked and asked Edwin what's wrong. Edwin told him he could have killed them. Thank God they crashed into a pole and not go flying off the cliff. They were pretty high up on the mountain. So they had to think fast, they couldn't go back to on base like this. They would have definitely gone to jail. So Edwin drove the car back to the hotel in Honolulu, and parked it in the parking garage. At 5 a.m. he went to the front desk of the hotel and reported the damages to the rental car. The manager didn't believe the car got damaged at his hotel, but Edwin stuck to his story. The police came and made a report and they caught a cab back to base. Just in time for point. So as you can see Edwin military experience was a wild journey. 
Now that Edwin was back in Hawaii and training a lot. He must have done a million push-ups and sit-ups. Plus road marched 200k miles. During his entire time in the US Army. And guess what Edwin loved every second of it, because it was for his country. The greatest country in the world. The United States of America. Then they had new young soldier come to their unit and he was a local from Samoa. This kid was a specimen 6 feet 1225 pure lean muscles. And a great athlete. But he had a better heart. Just a great team player. He was teaching Edwin about his culture. And they talked a lot about what Samoans ate. This is probably why Samoans are billed like Greek gods. Then this one night they all decided to go out to the NCO club on base. And Samoa met an America woman who was in the Navy and they fell in love real fast. And all Samoa wanted was to be around her all the time. Yup he fell in love and that's all he talked about when he was around his army buddies. They would tease him and say he was whipped lol. Well a few months later, Samoa knocked on Edwin's door and asked can he speak to him in private? Edwin said, yes come in, and Samoa took a seat at his desk. And then he took a deep breath and began to tell Edwin that he was ready to take his relationship to the next level. Edwin knew that they only been dating for five months. So he didn't want to feed him negative energy or to kill his dreams. Edwin simply stated that he had to really love someone to even think of presenting them with a ring of commitment. It's not just about love, it's a big responsibility to love someone. He stated, yes, he was for sure ready. And he finally found his soulmate. He was only 19 years old. So to Edwin, it was puppy love. Well, Samoa did it. He gave her a beautiful ring and set the date for marriage. Then only a few months later, Edwin received an invitation to attend his wedding and reception. Then a barmaid who was washing the dishes in the kitchen. Tap Edwin on his shoulder and asked, was he the groom's brother? Edwin was shocked by his question. Edwin asked him why? What's is going on? They both walked into the storage room and the man began to tell him what he witnessed. But he was too afraid to come out and say it. He said that Samoa walked into the employee's kitchen area to use the bathroom because both bathrooms in the hall were full. And upon him walking in, she saw his wife bent over the toilet stall having sex with his best man. Edwin couldn't imagine going through that. Samoa stormed out the back door without saying a word to anyone. Edwin went and gathered up all his army buddies and they went out back to look for Samoa to console him. They heard a dog barking nonstop. So they walked toward the sound of the dog till they walked up on this large tree and then looked up. Oh no, it was Samoa hanging from a tree branch by his belt. They cut him down and started CPR and dialed 911. 
When Ent arrived, they managed to get a faint pulse. Then Samoa was taken away on a stretcher. His new wife had a nervous breakdown. And a few of his army buddies beat up Samoa's best man. How could anyone do that to someone they claimed to love? It was terrible to witness that trauma. It was the second time Edwin seen someone who hung themselves. He was numb and couldn't react or talk. He cried as if Samoa was actually a family member. This shocked the entire company. Everyone had love for Samoa. They couldn't believe he would kill himself over a woman. They will never be able to erase those imagines of Samoa hanging from a tree. So they decided to go to the NCO club that night and have a few drinks in his honor. Rip Samoa. Though Samoa's army buddies were sad, they all knew they had to turn their negative to positive. They walked straight to the NCO club and ordered shots and beers. Edwin ordered a bottle of champagne. Then he decided to take a smoke break and went out front of the club. Then this beautiful curvy caramel woman walked past him catching Edwin's eyes. She put Edwin in a trance. He couldn't believe how naturally beautiful she was. So he stopped her and asked for her name and where she was from. She said, I am from Virginia and you? Edwin was from NJ and her eyes and pre-smile made his heart skip a beat. Edwin asked her for her number and she gave it to him with a big pre-smile. He asked her, what branch of service was she serving? She stated the US Navy. Edwin fell in 